You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Mine says Got Cruise. And yes, folks, that's how we started. Elisa's Got Cruise. Whatever the freak that. <laughs> as long as it's not Tom Cruise. No, no. Uh, okay. yeah. This came. This came from a Carnival cruise ship. Okay. Okay. And welcome to Geekiest Show Ever, episode two fifty three. You hear Elisa, you hear oh. Mike, yep. and you may hear Melissa. We were just getting ready to start recording, and Melissa's ISP or something or her P or something just screwed things up, and she lo- dropped offline. So she may join us in a few minutes. It may be a few hours. It may be a few years. We don't know. She did try to make it, folks. We've actually spoken to her this evening. So we do know she's alive. We do know she's in front of her computer. We just don't know if she's got any internets. But we also know that she's saying very bad words. Yes. As Allison would say, lots of non-Girl Scout safe words are coming from Melissa right at the moment. Mm-hmm. So just imagine that, folks. Just think about I'm try- it. I'm trying to imagine Melissa as a Girl Scout. I'm having trouble putting those two together. Uh, I got kicked out of Boy Scouts for eating a brownie, but that's beside the point. Anyway, <laughs> that was an oh, old joke. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the. I heard that when I was in Boy Scouts, and I sat there and went, "Oh God!" So after you thought about it for a few years and figured out what it meant, yeah, it took a few years because <laughs> I was all in like in sixth grade or something like that. Oh. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. So going, what? But anyway. Uh, so, before we get too far into it, though, we have to do Mark's favorite part of the show. Even though I don't think the asshole listens anymore. But anyway, <laughs> all the time. Uh, it's the weather report. So, it's been an interesting few days for weather for me. It's been up and down. Um, today wasn't too bad. It got up close to 60, so I was outside for a while doing some work, cleaning out some stuff in the garage and putting air in bicycle tires and I had to put away my snowblower because I probably won't need it anymore. Got out the fucking lawnmower. But <laughs> hate the lawnmower. Um, anyway, <laughs> they got it all out and get everything arranged so, so my wife can mow the yard. <laughs> Just, let's be honest. She does it most of the time. Just to save me the time so I don't have to spend my weekend doing Thank you very much, dear. I appreciate it more than you know. But anyway, the upcoming week, um, we're going to be in the 60s, upper 60s, 70. And then towards the end of the week, we're going to drop down into the 50s, then the 40s, and the 50s, and then curve up again, and then down again. (laughs) So we're going up and down. But now, Elisa has had the most wonderful weather the last few days. If looks could kill, Kevin would be a scorching pile of ash right now. It so. was cold. It was windy. We had some sleet the other day and some, ugh, it was snow devils. It was disgusting. But there's pretty much, snow's pretty much gone. There's still little patches here and there, but the snow's pretty much gone. It was about 58 was the high today, a little breezy. It's supposed to be 59 tomorrow, then 46 on Tuesday, 58 on Wednesday, back to the 40s for Thursday and Friday. And then hopefully next week, mid to high 60s. Ah. Like, okay. That's, that's okay for you. It sucks for me. But. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, and our weather here, uh, it says we uh, got to 63, but our thermometer on the roof said 69. I was actually sitting outside on the uh, bench out back of the house uh, while Molly was trying to find just the perfect place to stop and take a leak, um, <laughs> which takes her a while. But at least it was nice enough that I was able to sit outside, get comfortable, and um, let the people you know, know who Molly it. is. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's your should. wife. No, no, not his wife. My dog. That's my dog, yes. <laughs> Otherwise, we, we would have a real interesting household and some really annoyed neighbors. But um, mm -hmm. no, this is, yeah, Molly, our dog. Yeah, if we had a name like Skipper, people would probably know. I should specify. And she's over here curling up in the chair next to me, uh, uh, trying to find just the right place uh, to lay. So, Well, I will have to say, uh, when we were first married, we lived in a townhouse. There were a group of four college girls that went to the local university that lived in the house next door to us. And I can remember one night at a particularly raucous party looking out my kitchen window and seeing a young gentleman standing on the deck railing, urinating to get to quite the right arc off the deck rail <laughs> out into the backyard of the house. I was going, oh, dear. <laughs> so, yeah, it turned out that uh, they, they'd have a couple loud parties. It turned out it was one girl, and when the other three would go home for the weekend, she'd invite the entire university over. And they trashed the house one weekend. They pulled a sink off the wall. They oh my god! They put cigarettes out and burnt the linoleum, and they put put a hole in one of the bedroom walls where they threw somebody through it. And jeez, girls gone wild. Yeah, and so her ass got tossed out, <laughs> and so. uh, things settled down then. So, but it's just the way it goes. And yes, folks, there she is. After four years of absence from the podcast. <laughs> because she decided uh, to put her family first. I know. I know. I know. Really? Come on, oh, Melissa. Gosh. <laughs> Seriously. Well, I, I, I have you know I'm sacrificing dinner for you guys tonight. So that should make up. That I should be vlogging or something. That should make up for it. <laughs> well, that's right. Because you and I were chatting earlier. We had, uh, what were our, our uh, dwarf names? We won't oh, go into it. You You're were hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> uh, Mike was, uh, what did I say Mike was? I forgot what I said he was. Not Rusty. Rusty package. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then Elisa was happy. Oh, I'm probably grouchy. I forgot what I called. I'm happy. Asshole? I don't know. Like <laughs> oh, Acid. sleazy. Mike is sleazy. That's it, sleazy. <laughs> wow. Uh, it's amazing how everything you say and do is recorded, and <laughs> we can go back but, uh, in the time. Just thinking, to remember shit. Just thinking, years to come, Mike, your grandchildren or your great great grandchildren go in. They look. What's Granddaddy used to do? Why was his name Rusty Package, Grandma? <laughs> <laughs> Did it have I'm anything to do with his love goo? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that would be some really uncomfortable conversations. But <laughs> so for right now, that's not going to concern. Yes, Michael have to explain to his future, his uh, his progeny and their progeny what uh, his rusty package is all about. So <laughs> Mike's just <laughs> shaking his head. Yeah, I got to turn that into a programming thing, you know. So I got to see if there is a. Uh, uh, Linux uh, program out there called Rusty. Then you would have a Rusty package. There you, you go. Sound like, that sounds like a program. Pro, yeah, programming language, huh? There you can you can compile your package from source. <laughs> <laughs> How far can we go? Yes. 
All right, folks, before we get too far off the rail, um, I did want to give an update on my Apple Watch. It's still freaking weird. Uh, <laughs> and Elisa and I have been trading messages back and forth about it. Um, the, the weir- it got even weirder towards the end of the week, and I haven't had a chance to remove and then add back as I had planned on doing. But I had two days this week where, and I loved Elisa's comment too, I was actually, I had to be going back and forth from one end of the building to the other a lot. I said, okay, I'm going to start one of these as a walking workout just to see what it was. So I I did it, got back to my desk. Elisa, being the kind and gentle friend she is that I care about, those are great. 300 feet? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Is that a raspberry emoji? Yeah. So, yeah, there was, um, but... But the worst part was, as I, I mean, I was back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, which is fine. And it barely registered anything at all. So it's like, what the hell's going on? I mean, and as, uh, as I've said before, at least and Melissa know, I was always hitting my move goal. And I had yeah. it set 200 calories higher than I do now. I wondered why you've been so quiet lately. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it makes no sense. And again, as we've talked about before only thing different when I paired it to the new phone versus the old phone is the fact that I uh, put in my age. That's it. Nothing else. <laughs> I didn't give it any other information. I It had none of that on my old, on, on the other phone. I have no friggin' clue what's going on, but, you know, I really expected to see a lot more. And like today, I'm outside, I'm carrying air compressors around, I'm you know, moving vehicles around, I'm airing up tires, and, you know, I moved the snowblower out, got the lawnmower out, and I had to unpack stuff in the back of the garage and repack. Didn't do diddly and shit. no credit for that. Yeah, I got some standing credit, I think, is about all I got. And it was like, fudge sticks. What <laughs> the hell's going on here? So, I it, it still continues, folks. I just wanted to share that with you all, that the... The the whatever Mike did to my watch, it's still going on. I'm blaming you just out of randomness, Mike. Oh sure, okay, cool. Because <laughs> you're the only. I think the problem is because you're not using an iPhone. The the other three of us are. Yes, you have not completed the circle, Mike. You've abandoned us. You must be wow. assimilated. <laughs> we are Borg. Yeah. I right, tell you uh, what. Too bad there's. Too bad there's not uh, nine of us. I tell you. We could be well. Then uh, I'll be seven of nine. No, that doesn't work out right, does it? Let me see. <laughs> um, I tell you what, we could do is we'll we'll have a round robin. We'll all kick in, and we'll buy Mike a nice iPhone 3GS. <laughs> I, have one. I, have I was going to say but I have I to have replace mine the right here. That's right. why I said it. <laughs> right here in my hand. Oh. This is my very first iPhone. Well, I that still have my. Too. Still have my five here. Yeah, I'd have to charge it up and hope the battery doesn't crap out like my sons and my wife's did. But um, well, I suppose a person could always connect it to the uh, iPod. Why don't you get a battery replacement kit and just put a new battery in it for fun? Well, my son it's did, and then, well, he didn't get a, a certified Apple when he went cheap, so maybe that was part of his problem. But um, uh, I wonder if you could uh, sync a. a you wouldn't get all the benefits though, because it needs a 3G connection. Uh, if you were to sync an Apple Watch to an iPod, mm. um, if I was near Wi-Fi, I suppose. But I mean, yeah. if I'm, 
Yeah, because really what I'm using mine for is mainly notifications when I get yeah. email or or text or something. I'm I'm not concerned about the movement stuff, but it still doesn't make any sense to me. And the update doesn't help it because I updated my watch. Let's see, today's Sunday. So Friday night, overnight, I updated it to what is it, whatever it is now. I can't remember offhand. It didn't help. I'm still getting credit for knitting or crocheting or just moving my hands in general. Oh, that's what you're missing, Kevin. You need to be walking with a knitting needle in your hand. That's right. Yep. The other day, I was doing a lot of right. crochet. I was doing a lot of crocheting. I had 18,000 steps on Friday. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, I did go to the gym that day, but no, 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 no. Well, you see what you guys need to do is um, Elisa has a lot. Kevin has very little. You guys just need to average them together. So between yeah, the two go. of you, you're, the, you're uh, an average person. No! <laughs> uh, I hadn't used my no button for a while. It's not as much fun to use when Mark's not around. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's like I said, it's just really strange. I, I'm going to continue, and I've had more strangeness come up, and I haven't told you guys about this. Over my shoulder, I don't. I doubt you guys can see it. There's a Mac Mini. It's a 2007 Mac Mini. The kids have been using it. It works fine. But then about a week or so ago. About a week ago, never mind. The uh, it started. It wouldn't connect to my Wi-Fi. And I mean, the the uh, airport is uh, right about two feet in front of me, and it's on the other side of the room. So it's a grand total of about seventeen to eighteen feet away. <laughs> you know, not very far, and uh, or about fifteen feet away technically, and it won't connect. And I thought, well, something's wrong. I've rebooted. I've done everything. I put in the password, and I even said show password to make sure I was typing it in. Won't connect to my Wi-Fi for anything, and it's been connecting fine. Now, I'm an, X, I'm an Xfinity Comcast or Comcast Xfinity customer. Because I am that, there are what's called Xfinity hotspots scattered all over the place. And any device I have, I can use the Xfinity hotspots. I just have to give it my credentials my xfinity credentials guess what it will connect to the freaking xfinity hotspot that's about a block and a half away from me <laughs> why does it connect to that but will not connect to my airport extreme sitting right here i have no clue i haven't had a chance to do a lot of research on it but it doesn't make any sense hmm, so dumb question is the xfinity hotspot a web uh no wpa it's WP uh, with no. Uh, what about 5G versus uh, 2G? 2.4. Yeah, 2.4 gig. Um, but I didn't change that on my router. Mm-hmm. No, but I, what's the uh, what's the hotspot? If you um, can tell, I don't know. I'd have to go look again. I'm just wondering if there's something about you know uh, being able. One of the maybe the one of the radios possibly being down. Uh, That's what so, I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Then I tried using an external um, Wi-Fi connector, and the Mac can't see it. I've tried two or three, and it can't see any of them. USB, try, you know, plugged into USB. When you go to with it, go in your system preferences network and try removing and then re-adding yep, those did connectors. Did oh, that. Did that already. <laughs> so it could be a physical problem within the, within the airport card inside of it then. It about became a physically flying object when I right. <laughs> but your other, but your other devices, your other computers and phones and such are yeah. joining just fine. Yep. 
my my old Android tablet, my Kindles, my iPad uh, first generation, everything else jumps right on my work laptop. Everything else, right so on. Maybe it. the card inside the Mac Mini is dying. That's what I'm thinking. The airport card. That just sucks. Sounds like physical hardware. Well, it is what. It's t- just because it's ten years old. I mean, come on. <laughs> oh, the nerve. And I only paid, you know, about ninety dollars for it. Come on, I guess. Oh. I mean, geez. insult to injury. We may have to have uh, like a little memoriam show one of these days because I, I think, I think my G five cheese grater is on the fritz and on its way out. It's one of those things where it could. I'm hoping it's just because that there's a CD in the CD-ROM drive. And maybe that's what it is. But every time I boot it up now, because I turned it off before we left to go to Vegas, and I came back and started turning things back on again, and it just made this awful, terrible, like high fan noise. So something, it's not happy about something. So it's either dying or it's just pissed. I don't know. I have to figure it out. Well, because that thing's like 15 years old. <laughs> there's, there's, there, there is, there could be a light side to this. I've been thinking about. Oh, here's a big shocker: getting another monitor. Um, so, yeah, so what I would do is take the 22-inch monitor to my left out of the mix, my mix, take my 24 that's here, put it over there, and then I'll sacrifice and buy a 27, so I'll have 27, 27, 24. I know it's, it's these things I have to do. It's going to make my OCD just not, no, you can't do that. It's just uneven. And then... (laughs) Then well, it's now it's twenty four, twenty seven, twenty two, or ah, 20. I don't tell you that. <laughs> but then I, since the twenty two has an HDMI port on it, I thought about because I've been wanting to play around with those PC on a stick. Um, mm. One particular company, I think it's called Azul, makes one. It's a really nice one, and it's like a hundred and eighty nine dollars. Plug it into the HDMI port. Give the kids that. You know, a cheap Windows 10 computer and just the hell with it. When you plug it in, does a little plus sign show up? <laughs> yeah. Maybe I don't. Well, but I also thought about putting dual boot on it, putting it in Linux, which is another cool thing. I had an old, I mean, this thing was old HP laptop because it said certified for Windows 2000. Oh, <laughs> so it's really old uh, that somebody gave me. Or make it into a Chromebook. Well, I took that one and put Ubuntu Mate on it. And then turned on the Cupertino theme, so it looks like a Mac, sort of. But I don't Mm -hmm. have it on my network. I can get it on there, but I don't have it on there right now. And my daughter uses it just to keep a typed, written journal. She loves it. So, Hmm. I gave that to her, and she's run off with it, and she's as happy as a pig in shit with it. So, (laughs) you know, I'm repurposing old stuff. I'm trying to do that. Yay. I like it. I like repurposing stuff. And well, yeah, I've got my poor old MacBook back here. They just, you know, I have, I don't use it much. If I go mobile, I take my uh, um, Surface tablet uh, or one of my other tablets. I really don't need a, no, uh, ne- a notebook anymore. And I just don't know what to do with it. And, you know, it's got a problem. I think the battery is starting to go bad. And that's when I replace. Uh, and the uh, top row on the keyboard is acting funky. I just don't know what to do with it. I've toyed with maybe um, turning it into a server 
uh, of some sort, just tucking it back somewhere and then uh, remoting in with uh, Team Viewer or something. I like did that. that with something very similar, and I had it in my bathroom and used it as basically just all I did was just put a copy of an iTunes library on it, and it was headless. And I used the remote, the iTunes remote app, and I just played music, you know, for the bubble bath and stuff like that. Well, yeah, and I would, uh, I've got, uh, I have a Windows machine back there. And unfortunately, if I want to keep using my, my play on uh, recording stuff, recording stuff off the internet, uh, that's got to be Windows. Although I do have an old copy of uh, Windows around here that I could maybe put into a VM. Um, maybe I could try doing that, putting on a VM to run that uh, on and then run the Mac and use that for, you know, like I say, maybe an iTunes server. Um I also run Tonito, which is my uh, my file server stuff that I can access stuff here on uh, on my phone or tablets, and uh, I also run Plex on there. Um, but I don't know that would might be it. I've I've tried to come up with an idea what to do with the poor thing because it's just sitting back there. Now the only thing I'm wondering about, well, I would probably have to put even though. So here's the thing: I don't know about the laptop like that. Um, because when the battery went bad the first time, I didn't bother to replace I just kept it plugged in all the time. Well, eventually the machine just got slower than molasses, and I started Googling, and I find out that – because eventually the battery just died, and it said there was no battery there. And uh, apparently the Mac, if it doesn't sense – if it doesn't have a battery there, it will slow itself down. So it was like running at half of its operating speed or something like that because there wasn't a battery in there. That sucks. Um, huh. Yeah. Um, Even if you tinkered with the energy preferences and made sure that it didn't have I, anything saying about battery. Uh, yeah, because I didn't quite you know go that far, but I did Google online somewhere, and it did say mm -hmm. that uh, because it, it, you know one point the battery just died, and it was yeah. registering that there was no battery there. Yeah, and the one just that I just told down. you about, I didn't have a battery in it at all. I just had it plugged in with power. But now, was that a removable battery? Mm -hmm. Mm hmm Yeah, see, this is a 2000... Uh, yeah, this was 11. a power book. Yeah. And you see, I think with the, uh, these here, uh, I mean, I could take the battery out, but it'd be, uh, depending upon what I'm doing, it'd be slower than, you know, right. all get up. Now, maybe if I'm just running servers, you know, on there, um, that wouldn't be so terrible. But, it, you know, I guess I could always put a, get another battery and put in there just so it runs it. But the, you know, the problem is if you don't disconnect and use the battery once in a while, it'll fail again, which is probably why this one is failing. Because, uh, like I say, I realized that I just didn't unplug it that often and use it. And the, so eventually you just leave it plugged in all oh, the time. Oh, it discharged, yeah. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I don't know if I want to go to the expense of putting another battery in there. Yeah, um, that's the tough part. So I was like, hmm, do I really want to throw $50 right. Into this thing, well, yeah, not cheap. You know, for batteries, when I had to replace the battery in my old uh, MacBook Air, it's an original, yeah, it's first generation MacBook Air. I got it from, um, um, uh, Otherworld oh. or Otherworld Computing, OWC. Yeah, OWC, and that wasn't a very expensive battery. I think I only put like thirty five dollars into a battery for it from newer mm -hmm. tech. Um, the more expensive part came when I was trying to take it apart and broke the communications mm -hmm. cable, which then required me to send it up to uh, our to friend Jody. Jody. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, and like I said, I, I replaced it myself, and um, I got, I think, yeah, it was from OWC. I, they had a little uh, a little repair kit. I know I had a little spudger in there for taking the uh, cables and such out. So, um, 
that helped. And I didn't have any problems there. And I've taken it apart a couple times because I uh, put uh, was going to try and swap a uh, hard drive out. And um, so I've taken it apart a couple times and I haven't screwed anything up yet. Um, I, I'm trying to block <laughs> out comments, whatever these people are <laughs> typing. I'll look at it when I quit talking. It's just distracting. But uh, no, like I say, I, I'm doing it. Of course, yeah. Um, so like I said, I've got my poor MacBook back there. I should just try to figure out something to do with it. I was going to try and I had bought a game on Steam. I didn't read the specs and it runs on my HP over there, but it's like jerky and sluggish. Um, and I was going to try and... <laughs> Mike, you're not helping. <laughs> apparently this, this is my secret power here, apparently. I can stick my own foot in my mouth and not even realize it. And keep talking. And I may end up killing Kevin. That may be my real superpower. <laughs> that is a lovely yeah, shade of red. <laughs> and uh, uh, Melissa may collapse from an <laughs> asthma fit. Kevin's fanning himself. Oh, dear God. Are... <laughs> oh, the more pangs of Kevin, the worse it is for me. <laughs> and then and, uh, Elise is just sitting up there going, oh, God, please don't make me have to fill out the police report when this, when this stuff goes south. So... <laughs> I feel like I'm having an attack of the vapors here. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah. th there was another reason I started talking about Wi-Fi, <laughs> which, you know, we've gone way afield here. But uh, Elisa's had a little bit of Wi-Fi trouble since she updated to uh, OS uh, Mac OS 10.12.4. Yeah, I don't know what it – I mean, it's not a huge big deal, but it – you know how you could have the continuity where if the phone, like if your iPhone rings, you can answer it on your watch, on your iPad, on your Mac. It just broke on my Mac. The other day I was, I was sitting in front of my Mac and my phone rang. And the only reason why I knew it rang is because it was, the phone was in my hand because it just vibrated. It didn't ring. I'm like, what? And it happened to be my son. So, okay, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> So I said, hang up, call me back. Still didn't ring. So I had to reboot the phone. It rang, but that didn't work on the Mac. So I looked things up. I ended up signing out of iCloud on on the phone, on the Mac, um, with text messaging, signed out of that, signed back in. Does not work. Did it, it affect the text messaging? Your Did no. iMessage didn't have no, I, I it? Nope. I mean, uh, and what you have to do is you have to go into you have to go into FaceTime and mm -hmm. turn on. I forgot the exact term it's called, but something about the iPhone. You have to turn that on. And mm -hmm. it was on. And even today he called me. My phone rang. My iPad rang. My watch rang. Nothing on the Mac. Hmm. Is it the end of the world? No. But I wasted so much time that's, trying to fix yeah. it because that's what geeks do. Right. And, that, uh, that's going to piss it, me off because I I still haven't done the update yet. I just finished doing some time machine backups and I keep hearing these. So this isn't helping. I keep hearing these bad experiences and I'm reluctant to upgrade. Yeah. It, this is the only thing that well, I've mm. noticed so far. I mean, it's not the end of the world, but I liked having it because sometimes if I'm up in front of my computer, my iPad might be upstairs. My phone might be on the table, but not directly next to me. And I'll answer it right through the Mac. Mm-hmm. Well, now I, I have to con I have to confess I'm not even running Sierra. I'm still running uh, the Captain. I haven't bothered <laughs> updated. So, but I do plan to do that on. I have some vacation time over spring break coming up, so I'm planning on doing <laughs> it that weekend. Is. 
So, but I'm not doing a nuke and pave this year like I did last year. I'm just going to do a, a update and let the chips fall where they may. Mm-hmm. But that is where I haven't updated any of the. I haven't taken any of the updates that came out this past week that weren't. Uh, I didn't update my phone, my iPad, or my watch. I haven't done any of those updates yet. So. I, did yeah, I, I did because I needed to because I knew my clients were going to start asking me questions. So I kind of have to eat my own dog food. But yeah, like the Mac is the last the last holdout because I needed to do more extensive backups. And so that was the only reason why I didn't do that besides just hearing bad things about it. I'm still going to have to go and take one for the team and upgrade it anyway. But my my uh, my iPhone update went okay, but the watch hung. The, for some reason, the watch took a lot longer than it has in the past. Well, now see, the last update for the watch, it totally screwed me over when I did it. I had a lot of trouble. And I had to unpair and tell it, forget you ever knew this watch and all that shit to get it to work again. So, And you're still having problems with it as far as activity is concerned. Yeah, but once I got it fixed, then it worked okay. Until I switched from having it paired with my iPhone 6 Plus to my iPhone 7 Plus. That was that's when the uh, the weirdness really got there. So, how did the, the watch though? update go for you, Elisa? I did it overnight. Okay, because it takes forever. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's what I meant. Like it just took a lot longer. See, because and this is always a, a tough question. I never know how to answer. People say, "Well, how long is that going to take?" You know, like if I'm there <laughs> and the clock is ticking, and they, that's what they want me to help them with is their their updates. I'm like, yeah, I'd rather not sit here and have to charge you for that. So. I try to get them set up to the point where that's the last thing it does as I'm leaving, and then I kind of check in on them. But I can never answer that because it all depends on your Wi-Fi, your connectivity, your network, and how how fast it's going to download, and then your processor and all that kind of stuff. So I could sit here and time it, and I, I always try just to get like a ballpark idea. Well, this is how long it took for me under these circumstances. But uh, other than that, I don't. You know, it's different for everybody. Yeah, it's it's that's the hard part. When some I've had friends ask me about the iPhone update, a really good friend of mine, she said, she'll say, "Oh, I did the update. It only took five minutes." And then, you know, I said, "Well, it took me like twenty minutes for my phone to update for whatever reason." Mm-hmm. And she said, "Oh, no, no." And I said, "Look, there's there's no way to tell. It's just going to be what it, it's going to be." And then, which been the reverse? Actually, the reverse has been true more times than this was uh, an update or two ago where my phone would do it in just a few minutes and she doesn't usually update her phone till I tell her it's okay to update it. She kind of mm-hmm. waits, waits to see she likes, uh, likes me or one other guy that we know to take the hit. See if we're gonna... <laughs> right. I wait, I wait till the janitors come out and mop up all the blood off of the bleeding edge, <laughs> Yeah, you know, so it's a little less sticky and then, then I dive in and <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, but yeah, that well, was, yeah. Right. I haven't checked my TV to see if it updated yet. See, and um, mine did, and it didn't prompt me for anything. I, I I was having problems with it, and that was one of the first things I checked is like, okay, let's see if there's an update that needs to be applied, and it said it was already up to date. So, and This is only like a point update. This isn't like, you know, uh, going when they roll out the, the new next version of iOS. Right. That, yeah, this is that one takes a while. Yeah, but it's a like, whole number, uh, isn't it? The 10.3. Yeah, 10.3. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it didn't prompt me. Nothing prompted me. I went and got it. Remember a while ago when I was so sad because I didn't have the badge updates letting me know that there was a software update on my iPhone and then they came back mysteriously and I was so happy and I was so happy to see that badge. Well, now they're gone again. I don't see the badge anymore. Well, well, as long, 
uh, as long as we're uh, talking updates here, my uh, Android phone got an update to uh, uh, version seven uh, nougat. Uh, and that one, uh, and that took about, and th so that would be the equivalent of going from like iOS three to iOS four. And mm. that only took about, oh, 15, 20 minutes by the time you downloaded it. And it, what probably took the longest was asked to go through and update all the apps on it. And it, it at least it'll give you a little message there updating so many of so many. So you kind of have an idea of what's going on there, but, um, yeah. So, you know, just so I don't feel left out here, my phone got an update <laughs> too. So, um, Oh, that's pretty cool. I need to check to see if my oldest, uh, if her phone got the uh, Nougat update, because she's got the, you've I'm got the old. G4 Plus, or the G4, and she's got the G4 right. Play. Yeah. Now remind me, does that have to come from the carrier, unless you sideload it yourself somehow? No. No. These are coming directly talk. from Motorola. Yep. Because they're... The manufacturer. Well, because both of these phones, Mike's and my daughter's, yep. Are uh, were unlocked phones. They were bought yes. unlocked. Okay. Well, and your uh, your your daughter should have one because I Deb got the G four Play and I updated hers this morning. Okay. So I got mine Friday, I think it was. So it's probably out there. You'll have to check and see. But like I say, it's relatively painless. Plug it into battery. Um, make sure it downloads. And you know, unless there's something weird going on, it's you know about fifteen twenty minutes maybe. And yeah. the software update to the operating system for Android automatically updates all the apps that need updates to match it. It does that well, automatically because, like in iOS, you have to manually well, update them yourself. No, right? there is a lo load of updates in the Play Store that you had to go do. But I think what it goes through is and make sure that I don't know if it's re-registering the apps with the new software, but it'll go through and tell you that it's. I forget the terminology, but it goes through and. Um, it's so you're doing so many apps out of so many. Uh, like I say, I don't know if it's the equivalent of, um, you, you know, it, not the Windows registry, but you know what I mean, creating uh, links and making <laughs> sure everything's connected back up after the new operating system is. Well, when you guys place. update iOS, do you go and do your app updates first, the individual app updates first, or do you wait till after you do the iOS update and then you go and you update the apps? And is there any rhyme or reason for that? Um. The only reason I do it that way is because the I, the iOS update itself, I do, I, you know, I wait, I hold off till I'm ready to do it, and I do it, and then usually that night while my phone's charging or my iPad's charging, then all the other shit comes flowing in, and that's right, right. That's what I do. Up in the now. morning, and you see fifteen updates. Mm-hmm. Because so mm -hmm. it seems like lately they've been updating the apps in anticipation of the Gold Master being released, and. It seems like, oh, a whole bunch of apps are updated. You know, there's updates for them. So here I update when I see the badge. Mm -hmm. I see there's updates. Boom, hit the button. Yeah, mm -hmm. because the badge annoys me. Yeah, me too. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to go away. Stop. No, no, go away. <laughs> I've turned off well. badges for some apps that I just, yeah, I know there's an update or I know there's a some kind of a notification and I just, I don't care. I just don't want to see that damn badge. You don't need no stinking badges. No, <laughs> I forget what movie that's from, but it's a line. Blazing Saddles. Oh, is that is that yeah. from Blazing Saddles? Yep. Oh, I thought it came from someplace else before it got to Blazing Saddles. Well, it probably did, but it. That's would, where I remember from. Would you I like some more beans, beans Mrs. Taggart? Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and folks, part, 
part of Elisa's and my conversation is to do with episode 100 of Three Geeky Ladies. Um, <laughs> if you haven't listened to it yet, please go have a listen. It was hilarious. Um, and I thoroughly, and I told you what to tell Suze that I do, I am a 12 year old girl and I enjoyed the movie Princess Bride. <laughs> so. It's on my list. I still haven't seen it, but it's on my list. Yeah. So, but anyway, so did you have any other 10.3 weirdness? Elisa? No, that was, that was it. it. I mean, I didn't have any problems with 10.3. It was, that was the Mac. Yeah. That gave me great. So I don't, I don't know what happened. You know, are you computers. using night shift? Are you having any no. issues with oh, that? Oh, I hate that. Yeah. See, I like it. See, I'm one of these people that mm. needs, I think because of my crafting, I need a lot of bright light. Mm. And mm-hmm. we have in our family room, we have a ceiling fan that has um, a light underneath it with five bulbs. And without even looking up, I can tell you when a bulb has blown. Mm-hmm. Because mm. I'll say, oh, my God, it's dark in here. And, of course, the husband gives me, like, you know, the, the side eye. Like, what? And I, and I look up, I'm like, sure enough, a bulb has blown. I need lots of bright light. Bright, I just bright, find bright, that bright. yellow light, yellow light, annoying, and it oh. hurts my eyes. Yeah, because that's why all my lights down here are. I've switched over. I started with uh, the compact fluorescent, and now they're all LEDs because I like the nice bright um, lights. And um, even I got a, an old uh, fluorescent uh, tube light here, a desk light. Uh, it was my uh, father-in-law's that he had out in his workshop. But it's, it takes the uh, was it eighteen, maybe two foot. Um, probably 18 inch uh, tubes in there, but yeah, I gotta have nice bright white lights. Yeah, write your own. Tube okay, jokes, Mike is jokes. killing Kevin. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's my natural talent. Anyway, luckily I was reading something when you said that. <laughs> well, Mike was describing his as 18 inches. Is about the <laughs> so you know. <laughs> just take it from there, Melissa. Um, so so anyway, before we get too far down the rabbit hole again. Uh, uh, Melissa's got a question about some some apps or something that she's looking into, and Mike has some expertise. Well, a little bit of help anyway. So in the show notes here, Melissa has. Well, why don't you explain what you're you're, you're looking for, and then I'll tell you what you know I've got. So well, so I just survived tax preparation hell. So and every damn year, I always say I'm gonna I'm gonna do better and I'm gonna be a good girl and I'm gonna track this shit. And every year it always comes to a head, and I don't have my mileage. So I need to just bite it and get. <laughs> I need to just get an app or something or a service and start tracking this mileage better. So I do have a Zeus and I know that it has a service that they released recently that will help you track mileage. I haven't investigated it much further than that. I got like some email reports saying, oh, you drove this many miles and I guess if you want to pay for the service, you can mark them as personal or business. And that's about as far as I got with that. But what's what's the name of your gizmo, Mike? Well, okay, so I've, uh, yeah, because I'm into gadgets and everything. So um, I got it, oh, um, I think last fall or last summer sometime, probably uh, last summer. And it's automatic. It's, so you plug it into the, I can never remember, uh, it, it's the O, uh, Kevin, do you know that part on the car, the O? Um, the cigarette lighter? No, no, no. It's a, port, uh, a di- it, diagnostic port. Yeah, it's the diagnostic oh. port under the dash. Crap, I can't All right, see, I do have something plugged in there already through our, and this is when I'm going to give Kevin the heebie-jeebies, but through our insurance company, we used, well, about two years ago, maybe not quite that long, my husband signed up for something where you could get a reduction on your yeah. car insurance bill if they let you 
if you let them plug this gizmo into that port that you're talking about. And then it oh. has been tra tracking the miles. So that's what I kind of been doing is I go and I log in. It's a really terrible, terrible user interface. It's awful. And I and they have such a ripe market for this where they could tap into this and actually show you more right. details than they do. But if I log in through, for us, it's through USAA. And if I log in there, I can see all kinds of statistics. I mean, I just, I'm a data nerd, so I love looking at this sure. stuff, but it shows you, you know, how many times you braked really hard or yeah. um, how many times you accelerated over the speed limit, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, luckily, you know, my husband's like Rain Man. He's like, I'm a very good driver. So <laughs> his, his reports are pretty nice, but mine are a little kind of scary to look at sometimes. Luckily, I only drive, my, you know, just the, the kids back and forth to school and, and to clients. So I don't have a whole opportunity, a whole lot of opportunity to speed and, and be really bad, but... Anyway, so I like looking at that data, and I'd love to be able to tap into that more. But all I can really get from it is total mileage, which right. is still a number that I need. I still need that data point. But what I really need to do is be tracking my trips, my business trips. And it's not just so for my taxes. I know it's different for everybody. But for a Schedule C, you need to report your mileage for your clients that you drive back and forth, uh, every time you went to pick up a prescription, every time you went to the doctor, you know, all the medical mileage, that kind of stuff, all that stuff is reportable and claimable. It just depends on if it's going to benefit you or not. So I just need a better way to track medical right. mileage, business mileage. I wouldn't necessarily care about tracking personal mileage so much, but just those things that I need to report on my taxes. I do have an app that I use called Hours Tracker. And I really like it. And it does have a field for manually entering in mileage. But again, this is too much work. <laughs> I mean, like, well, I, yeah. But well, like, uh, let me explain. You know, I'm just keep track of it because I'm just a nerd, you know, and I, I don't have a reason, but it is nice to have this. So I, I use this automatic uh, uh, device you plug in. And, is there a name you know, Do you remember? It's, it's automatic. That's the name of the. Oh, yeah, yeah, automatic is the name of the. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's the, that's the device you plug in. And you should talk to your insurance company because this does a lot of the things that you do. Maybe it, they would let you substitute this. Yeah, because that would be the problem because I already have yeah. something plugged into that port. Right. The yeah. whole field, Mike. Yeah. Well. Uh, but then you see, with this one here, <laughs> I have it set up with if this then that. Um, uh. So then it feeds the information into there and it creates a spreadsheet for me. So then I've got a spreadsheet with every time, you know, you start and stop the car, it'll record a trip. So uh, you would, you'd have the stuff there. Then all you would have to do is go into uh, if this, then that, and maybe make a notation saying this was going to, you know, the yeah. pharmacy, this was going, or be able to combine things. But th this stuff is all done automatically. Um and like I say, I, I can just go into my – it creates a Google spreadsheet. So then I can just go in there and all my information is there, date, time, mileage. It will give you uh, uh, the um, um, uh, miles per gallon that you've gotten. Oh, that's and cool. Then, and then with this one too, I get a – once a month I get a report, same thing that uh, yours was saying, which makes me wonder if you, maybe you couldn't – just you know talk to your insurance company and see if you can substitute this device for theirs because uh, it will tell me you uh, – you, I was going to try and find it here, but it, I just can't find it in the app right offhand. But it'll mail me a report saying uh, you your braking is thirty nine percent better than most drivers. You mm -hmm. your acceleration, uh, hard stops, how many times you've driven over the speed limit. Um, 
you know, different uh, metrics like that. So like I say, it does a lot of the same things. And with what you're looking for, like I say, this would be the painless step that it would all be in a Google spreadsheet and you just have to, you know, pull out what's relevant, um, you know, cut and paste. And like I say, maybe make notations so you know what the trip is about. But, um, you know, that's the painless way because in that way you wouldn't have to sit there and record starting mileage, ending mileage and, you know, all this other stuff. I am paying attention. I should just close the window. Oh dear God, we're gonna die! I think, so guys, I think we've turned into our own trolls. Yes, we have. We're trolling ourselves. Um, it's a little weird. You people, if you could just see the comments over here, it is so so bad. And this is not a bad show either. It's just a full of it. So, um, so, but anyway, back to the automatic that's been pulled out. The, uh, <laughs> but the, I, I mean, I, you're right. It would weird me out because it's just like the the thing the power company wants me to do. They want to put a thing on uh, my air conditioner where, oh, if it's a little too warm and our power usage is high, not mine in particular, but <laughs> demand. We'll just turn your air conditioner up a little bit. And I went, oh, hell no, you won't. <laughs> but we'll give you a one-time $25 credit. I said, no, you're not going to do it. I said, because I can pay my bill. If I want to turn the AC up so that it keeps it 70 degrees or 65 in my house, piss off. <laughs> Leave me alone as long as I'm paying the bill. So, yeah, I'm weirded out by that Big Brother shit sometimes. <laughs> Then so. I think Alicia should talk about uh, getting sold out to your ISPs next. Yeah, that's that was a good segue. Yes, I'll give you that. <laughs> we should just keep Kevin being weirded out. <laughs> so no, those automatic things. And just going back a second, and what you're using, Melissa. My son used one. I think when he was with Progressive and with Nationwide, mm-hmm. and they're good because not only does he save money on his insurance, but I think it also helps you become a better driver if you see that you have a tendency to speed too much or. I think so. You know, like you said, hit the brake too hard or something. I mean, with mine, mine would just say road rage. So, right. <laughs> yeah. A skull and crossbone would come up. So mine would I, just I, say knucking futs. I would say you really shouldn't be doing 70 in a 30. You know, yeah. <laughs> I do have a tendency to have a bit of a lead foot. Mike's would talk about how many times he's pulled out. <laughs> I, I found my. My drive style here, and so uh, I'm 41% smoother on the braking, um, 44% smoother on uh, for highway driving. So, um, you know, they got braking acceleration style. So I'm 37% pr- uh, less aggressive on my acceleration. With 80% more lubrication. <laughs> <laughs> and as I'm saying this, I know I should just... Kev, if Kevin has a coronary, it's this, going to be this my This is probably first. going to be Kevin's back. Kevin. <laughs> this is going to be Kevin's last show. <laughs> I think the, instead of calling me Rusty Package, you ought to call me Captain Innuendo, because apparently I do it rather well. Apparently you do. <laughs> Without even knowing it. Yeah. Oh, dear gosh. Maybe I'm just tired. I don't know what's going on. But... Well, in the next Google's cheat. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, who knows what'll end up in it. <laughs> so, um, uh, Elisa, you want to talk about us being sold out? <laughs> yeah, I can. 
I mean, I can believe, but I still can't believe that Congress passed the law about letting ISPs sell our data. Yeah, now, that, that freaks me out. Like, what if I want to write like a horror novel, uh, not a horror novel, and I'm googling all kinds of things about murder and you know how to kill people and stuff? I mean, it can happen. I mean, I look things up for my kids if they're you know buying a house or if they're looking for furniture or they say you know who do you recommend for you know getting a new uh heating system i look things up for them i look things up for my kids to see what's going to happen like if i wanted to put on a privacy filter what happens if they type in cox but not spelled the isp way (laughs) like what i mean what happens if they type in these little these search terms because i mean that used to be Part of my job back in in the day when when I worked at the elementary school, we did have to t- test out those web filters and stuff. And I always thought about that. I always felt kind of dirty doing that. Like, what if somebody was looking at my my? Please delete my browser history if I die. Well, well, now, <laughs> well I heard that Comcast, Comcast, AT and T, and I believe Verizon will not be selling the data. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. But there are other companies where, and the lawmakers' justification was they want to be able to put the ISPs and the cell phone carriers and so forth on the same playing field as Facebook and Google. They think that Facebook and Google have this unfair advantage. Hmm. But the difference being we're paying our ISPs and we're paying for our phone. We're not paying Mm. for Facebook. So we know that when we go on Facebook that we're going to get advertisements. We're the product. We know that. You're the currency. In fact, last week when we were talking about Mike's pick was the lock, the the right. house lock, that showed up all over the whole yep. week. Because I, you know, because when we we talked mm-hmm. about each other's pick, you know, we all we all go online and we look. That showed up like all over my Facebook feed was that lock, mm-hmm. and on Google. And I've gotten that's so okay. used to that. I don't know if I'm complacent or what, but I've just gotten so used to that where other people are weirded out by that. I've read something in comments a long time ago that this just stuck with me for some reason. And this is the best case scenario I can I can report on is that someone was upset because they someone had passed away and they were planning a funeral. And so I guess they were they had been shopping for caskets online and they were so weirded out by the fact that every other than social network they went on caskets kept popping up everywhere in their in their sidebar and stuff and they just thought it was really weird and you know i looked at it i was like well you were browsing online and what do you expect is gonna happen like but they for whatever reason did not expect that to happen and you know plus you figure they're probably really raw with emotion and everything that they had Mm. been going through that's probably the last thing you wanted to be reminded of especially after the fact so you know that kind of that that tugged on an emotional an emotional string right there. And so I can understand, I can empathize or well, sympathize with, with someone why that that would weird them out at that particular time, that that would be really creepy. But I, I just, I've grown, maybe it's cynical, maybe because I used to work in advertising, but every time I see those ads, like I have just learned how to, I'm probably like the worst person to advertise to. Like I'm probably the person that makes it rough for everybody else because mm-hmm. I am just so accustomed to that that I put you my blind it out yeah, yeah I tune it out, tune it out. Right. Well, I, but I think it's cool and creepy at the same time yeah me right. and, it's, and it's instantaneous I mean you could look up something on Amazon and then go mm-hmm. to Facebook and there it is and I'm my eyes are so trained to the point where now when I'm on Facebook like I said it bothers other people but it doesn't bother me because I've I've trained my eye muscle memory to the point where 
as I'm scrolling, I can just like, I have like, maybe it's just a big old bullshit detector that as I'm viewing stuff and scrolling before you even get several millimeters down on that ad or whatever it is, I recognize that it's an ad and I just keep scrolling. Mm -hmm. So I can browse a lot faster than a lot of people. Oh my gosh, especially like my, my clients. I mean, because they're in that older demographic and sometimes it's, I love them to death, but sometimes it's a little bit painful because they are so, it's almost like it's, it's like they have ADHD in a way, but it's just advertising. They're just so not in tune to that. So it shows up and they get distracted by it. And they're the type of people that fall victim to it because they do get distracted well, by it. Whereas I'm like, I just gloss right over it. See, our neighbor uh, next door, she's in her 70s, so I'm her tech support. And what I've just basically told her was a simple rule. Anything on the right side of Facebook, don't uh-huh. click on it. Don't. I just, yeah, no. I'm just not, don't even look there. I, did, I try yeah. to train them. That's, yeah. a, that's a really kind of foreign concept, but I do try to tell them, you know, here are the areas where you need to point your eyeballs. Because there's been studies that have been done. I've seen I've seen demonstrations on that before where there's a, an eyeball tracker. Like literally it's tracking your eyes and where you're looking on websites and where you're looking on the screen. And then that's what advertising companies, then that's where they put their placement. Because that's where your eyes are just naturally going to go glance for whatever reason. And see, those those are the type of, of things that I like to say, eh, eh not me. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I just, I like sticking it to the man kind of. I just well, have that sort of a. Well, and, an you attitude. know. I kind of prefer the targeted uh, advertising because, you know, there are things I probably don't need or want to see. But I would, you know, if you're going to give me advertising, at least give me something that's relevant to what I care about and maybe might be interested in. Not that I need to spend any more money. But like I say, if I'm going to see something, I'd rather see something I care about, you know, rather than, you know, something that's not you yeah, know, there's, relevant. There's something all. to be said for actually wanting to be tracked in a purposeful manner because, I mean, imagine if, I, I imagine this happens already or maybe we're not too far off from that, but I mean, my my family, for example, we don't have cable TV. We have internet TV, but we do like log in with a family member's um, Xfinity account and it's legal. There's nothing wrong with that. We, we share an ID for several different services, but there are advertisements that come up that are sometimes, you know, really inappropriate for my kids. You know, we'll be watching a, a show that's on ABC. It might not be ABC Family or, or maybe it will, but you'll be watching one of the major networks and some advertisement will come up for, you know, Cialis or some kind of like ED drug or something. And like, mommy, what's that? <laughs> you know, and oh, we, we did. In fact, I, I tell the kids, I do tell them to pay attention to this stuff because I swear, I think about 90 percent of the commercials that we see. Now, we don't see that many commercials because, again, I mean, we're trying to watch things that are commercial free, but the times that we do, 90% of it's pharmaceuticals. It's all yeah. pharmaceutical ads that are, yeah. that are pitching stuff to you. And the kids are just like, when we went to Vegas, there was, you know, free TV in the room and the kids just wanted to watch stuff. And they just, they were like, Mommy, there's so many advertisements. There's more advertisements than there is the actual show. And I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> That's why we don't have cable TV, sweetie. And I can always tell even if they've been to a friend's house or not so much their grandparents anymore, but I can tell when they've been watching TV somewhere else that they come home telling me about all these advertisements. Like that's the sole purpose for why I, I want to opt out of that stuff. But imagine you're watching TV, network TV with your family, and you've got all these pharmaceutical commercials and stuff coming up with all this crap that you don't want to have to explain to your kids. Imagine if you could say, 
yes, if I have to be advertised to, then please, here's my demographic. I have children that are these ages and, you know, show me diaper ads, show me ads for toys. You know, I mean, that would make things worse, of course, but at least it wouldn't be stuff that's inappropriate or at least it wouldn't be stuff that that does go over their head. You know, I guess it's one of those pick your battles kind of a thing. Yeah, I mean, I get all kinds of ads and it's it's weird. I have taken to streaming a lot more stuff, especially upstairs when I'm watching TV up there, than I do down here because I can get more HD content if I stream it upstairs. But I guess having three teenagers in the house now, you know, there's not much they haven't heard or seen at this point. As mm-hmm. much as we try to shelter them from some of the bad stuff, they've seen all the Cialis, the Viagra commercials, and, you know, all this other stuff. So, I mean... Because, I mean, we watched together, we watched the show Bones that just went off the air. The one uh, about the uh, forensic investigator, forensic Mm -hmm. anthropologist. You know, Mm. know, they've seen dismembered bodies. Heck, we sat down and let them watch Bad Moms the other weekend. Oh, boy. (laughs) I guess I'm headed in that direction. But for the time being, while I have these little kids, it does make me second guess things oh yeah they just they're growing up with so there's just so much bombardment there's so many things vying for their attention and it just drives me crazy no no i i completely understand we were there at one point but again i've got three teenagers so some of the battles are lost and you probably need some of those drugs that they advertise (laughs) yeah they well of course I, i i this is funny i've had a cough that comes and goes over the last few weeks so yeah me too I literally have my, uh, I have a half gallon bottle of whiskey sitting beside the bed. If I wake up in the middle of the night with a bad cough, so I can just take a little sip. I don't take much, just a, not even a mouthful. Uh, and that'll settle the cough so I can get right on back to sleep. And, and the kids were in the, in our room the other day. They walked in, dad, really? You're keeping the whiskey right beside the bed now. <laughs> well, so I can start my day, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Out of bed, shot of whiskey, and into the shower. You know, <laughs> that's the way I start my day. But yeah, I mean, so yeah, they're and they know that's not true. They know why I do it. They know I do it to cut the cough because uh, it helps. Really, it well, does. Well, that's what folks. the cough does in any case. So <laughs> yeah, it really does. And just for the fact that my family knows that I get two or three bottles, uh, half gallons of Southern Comfort every year for Christmas. You know, what can I say? <laughs> I like whiskey anyway. Uh, before we uh, go down another rat hole, let's let's move back over towards our actual picks for this week. So let's see. Since Melissa hasn't been on in I don't know three, <laughs> four, six years, years, whatever, whatever the hell it is, because again, she thinks her family's more important. I know. How I know. Can you believe it? How dare I? The audacity. <laughs> well, that's an editor. Um, anyway, <laughs> Melissa, why do out on the big bucks? Yeah, that's right. Why don't you tell us what you picked out? This is for the the spending limit, right? You want to tell us what the spending limit is again? Uh, The spending limit this week was $500 to $750. I found something that nested right in there just just comfortably. I'm picking the 9.7-inch iPad Pro, the 128-gigabyte Wi-Fi-only space grave version. And it comes in right at $699. There we go. Sorry. <laughs> My mic was having Yeah, and you're getting it from B&H Photo for that price because you and I exchanged yeah. a couple messages. It's actually uh, cheap. Yeah, 
cheaper than than it is from Apple directly. So mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, and we got to do that before they the Congress starts messing with the taxes and starts charging us for. You know, because that's why I like to buy things for B&H, because I don't live in New York, so I can get it delivered for free because it's over the threshold for free shipping and no taxes at it because it's not coming directly out of a brick and mortar store. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I saw I think it was Renee Ritchie posted a thing on iMore the other day uh, comparing the new iPad, the new iPad that replaced the Air that came out and to the iPad Pro, the one you picked here. It was talking about the laminated screen versus the non-laminated screen. And he posted a really good photo that really showed how that laminated screen helps in direct sunlight. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I, I, mean, yeah, it was- I mean, if I get a new iPad, which I am probably going to be in the market for because I have the fourth gen and it's now end of life. There's no more updates. That's it. <laughs> That's all she wrote. And it is really, oh, my God, it's really getting long in the tooth. It's starting to be the point where every time I have to use it for anything, which I, I just I don't know, I've kind of engineered it so I don't have to use it. So that's a good that's a strong sign right there that it needs to be replaced. You know, it, it's like, oh, my God, it's so slow. You know, you type something, you have to wait for the keys to show up. And I've already nuked and paved it once already. And I mean, the kids use it. It's become the kids. So I like to have one only for the the fact of just being able to troubleshoot and do my job a little bit better and help people when they have iPad questions. So I kind of sort of need to have one for business reasons. But yeah, I've been on the fence about when to upgrade and I think it's going to have to happen soon. But now, yes, I mean, looking at this, it kind of forced me to think, well, do I really need the pro? Because now that they released the new regular iPad, I might just go in that direction. So we'll see. I'm still debating, but, but this is what I would pick for this show since, you know, I had more pretend money to spend. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in keeping with the tablet theme uh, Melissa started and the one that I started last week, my pick this week is something similar, and it ties into part of what Melissa's saying. Uh, my kids are using, they wanted to get to the Google Play Store on a tablet, so I gave them the little Android tablet I have. Um, and that has a whole other issue reasoned around that, or another issues that I've seen with that, but that's beside but because I want to stay more current with Android, because I like to keep up, I like to keep my hands in both sides of things, I picked the Google Pixel C. Now, normally I wouldn't have picked that, but I did see now where they are rolling out Nougat to the Pixel C tablets. Um, it's hitting some of them right now as we speak. So this is a nice tablet. It's uh, 649 I think, or 599 excuse me. Um and it, you buy it directly from Google. Uh, it's it's the pure Android experience. So, you know, you don't have any carrier BS in between you and the Android uh, operating system. And I thought it would be fun to have just to play with. And, again, we're talking pretend money here, folks. So, And last week I had a Windows tablet, so, you know, I'm spreading the love goose so here. Spread I'm, the love goose. That's it. I'm just <laughs> spreading it out here. Since Mike tends to spray his – never mind. The <laughs> – the uh say, the, say it don't spray it that's it <laughs> the uh pixel c is a nice tablet i've always thought it was a cool looking tablet so that's my pick for this week so we'll go back to the ladies <clears throat> and elisa has something that's made a uh, melissa drool yeah now i've made no secret about my love of music and there is, i know it's shocking isn't it <laughs> Anyway, there is going to be a concert being held in New York City at City Field where the Mets play, July 29th and 30th, called the Classic East. And it's um, 
it's going to have on Saturday the Eagles, Steely Dan, and the Doobie Brothers. And then on Sunday is going to be Fleetwood Mac, Journey, and Earth, Wind, and Fire. And I'm hoping that tomorrow at this time I will be in possession of tickets. We're going to go with friends, we're hoping. Um, and he's going to be in front of his computer tomorrow trying to get the tickets, his friends of ours that live downstate. But the tickets start at $150, which is the ones that we're going to get because that's as high as we're going to go. <laughs> but if we had to play money, like Melissa said, we would get the $750 tickets. Nice. Which are how much better? I mean, closer to the stage? That's the problem. I went on Ticketmaster to look to see where the tickets close enough to throw your panties were. that they'll get there. And, and <laughs> oh no no no, that, those even the nine fifty are the cheap seats because mm -hmm. we could get the classic premiered seat two day ticket package that starts at seven from seven ninety five. We could get a uh, front row two day VIP which starts at twenty nine fifty. Uh, the classical wow. two day VIP <laughs> package is twenty two fifty. I mean, it includes parking, or uh, hors d'oeuvres, check-in, special lines, you know, a free T-shirt, blah blah blah. This is, basically, this is this is their retirement package. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we just want the hundred and fifty dollars tickets. You want to sit on the grass? You know, my feeling like he like you know he goes to Mets games all the time. He's like, well, if we sit in this section, it's really good. And I know I was like, you know something? I just want to be there. Mm -hmm. I just want to be there. I don't care where we sit. I just want to be there. So, and then also it's going to be held in Los Angeles. Um, I think, let me see, what are the dates? I think it's the weekend before or the, is for the Los Angeles. Same, um, same ticket prices, same lineup, just same Los Angeles. Yep. Okay. Yeah, if I had yep. more play money, I would pick this too, because I could take the West Coast and you could take the East Coast and we'd have our bases covered. Well, the good thing for us is that I know people, <clears throat> excuse me, people are going to be flying in for this. This is a big deal. Yeah looks like it will be you know i've seen three out of the three out of the six already in fact of the which doobie have, brothers have you seen? uh the doobie brothers journey and uh flew back oh so you haven't seen the eagles aha every time the eagles have come to my area the tickets just for them were 150 dollars. i saw them on their hell freezes over tour yeah so in fact we're going to see the doobie brothers a few days before this concert so but for us this is just a drive wow it's not who's that fronting far. For, who's fronting for Journey now? He's, um, the guy has been doing it for a number of years. I can't, Arnell. Ar okay. The, I know who that is. I watched, yeah, yeah, I watched the, I watched the rockumentary on it. Yeah, the Don't Stop <laughs> so Believing, which like got a little yeah. boring after a while. He's but, fantastic and lots yeah. of energy too. I mean, he's not Steve Perry, but it's, it's a good show. It's they the next best thing. Show. Yeah, they put on a good show because I've seen hmm. Journey. Like I can't even count how many times I've seen Journey. So if we had the money. That's what nice. you'd do with it. This is what I would do. Yes. So very good. Um, uh, Michael, would you like to share with people about your big heavy duty? Um, yeah, considering, you know, this isn't as sexy as every uh, one else's picks that they've had here. But if I make one more accidental innuendo and I kill Kevin, I may need this to haul him out back. and. <laughs> Uh, the body. So, yes, uh, th this is utilitarian. Um, it's a uh, Ohio Steel 20 cubic foot heavy duty dump cart 
Uh, and I think we used to have something similar on the farm. I don't know if it costs us much or not, but we'd pull up behind our tractor. We'd put uh, buckets of grain and stuff in it. But, you know, I just, I'm looking, I'm going, you know, I kind of miss it. I kind of wish we had something uh, around here when we we're doing projects that we could put stuff in, haul it somewhere and just dump it and, you know, get rid of it. Uh, so yeah, compared to what everyone else has got, mine's kind of boring, but like I say, it may come in handy because one more, uh, accidental comment and kevin may be toast here, so. <laughs> all your accidental dumps <laughs> yeah, they, well that's a different problem and there is a medicine that you can take for that for your accidental dumps. It pulls out <laughs> <laughs> okay now I'm, I'm i'm calm i'm relaxed i'm gonna go get the whiskey no <laughs> so oh, i can't get a show ever the show that drives you to drink that's exact that could be our new model Geekiest show ever. We will you make you drink. Boom. Then Mike comes around with his dump truck and picks you up and cuts That's you right. off. Throw out your dead. Throw out your dead. Not oh, dead Lord. yet. So, or no, bring out your dead. That's what it was. Bring out your dead. Bring out your dead. So, well, with that, folks, I think we'll 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 introduce everybody. And since Melissa has not been here, and you've probably forgotten anything about her, um, <laughs> may I remind you? May she remind you that she, like the rest of us, is a twelve-year-old boy at heart. So absolutely, that's why. That's why I keep coming back. There you yeah. go. Because everywhere else, I got to be all professional and shit. Not <laughs> please. Yeah. So why don't you tell the folks where they can find you, Melissa? Well, you can find me pretty much everywhere online as the Mac Mommy, T A T M A C M O M M Y, all one word. And I do have a new little venture that I'd like to shamelessly plug right now. David Kidsberger and I have started a podcast called In Touch with iOS. So if you uh, would like the cleaner version of me, that's where you can tune in and, and I'm a good girl over there. So she's very tame. <laughs> so go check out in touch with ios and we talk about all obviously stuff to deal with ios mac we do talk about macs and other things that are related and connected to our ios devices but yeah so we've been having some fun over there we're going to try to get a little more more regular on it since it's kind of on a weeknight that we can schedule <clears throat> so go check it out and tell me what you think and if you need to be more regular they have a pill for that as well anyway <laughs> <laughs> right there, hey, folks, there's medication for just about anything you can come up with that's wrong with you. So, Alisa, would you like to tell the good folks where they can find out more about you? Well, when I'm not in the gutter with you guys. Oh, wow. <laughs> in the gutter with the play money. My 12-year-old boy. Um, I can be found at, at, at Sensei Dai on Twitter or at 3geekyladies.com with the number three spelled out. Uh, the podcast that I do with Suze Gilbert and Vicki Stokes. Do, do they know what you're like on this show? I don't think so. That's probably just as well. <laughs> yeah, that's, we should probably keep it that way. Yeah. Oh, dear. Michael, would you like to tell the good folks where they can hear more about your good, I mean, you? <laughs> well, if I'm not busy trying to write my alibi whenever Kevin turns up dead, um, I'm. Uh, you can f uh, find me on Twitter at DSC Chipman or, um, yeah, he sees the light now. We're going to end up with the next serial. <laughs> Probably so. Um, or there's my about.me page at about.me slash Mike McPeak. That's M-C-P-E-E-K. Yeah, I'm wondering now if I should have my uh, blood pressure cuff down here and take it during the show and see what the hell happens. Yeah, it's going to just like fall right off your arm. <laughs> Do it. Just, like tweet out tweet out the data as you're podcasting. Like set up an if, the, if then that, yeah. then that. I'm dying. <laughs> 
they're killing me. <laughs> yeah, it was it was bad this evening before I came downstairs. God only knows what it is now. <laughs> so, folks, if you want to find out more about me, most of my ramblings and musings are on Twitter, and that's twitter.com forward slash B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A. Or if you go to about.me forward slash Kevin Alder, you'll find links back over to that and other things I might have done in the past. If you want to find out more about the show, go to geekiestshowever.com. And reviews and comments and iTunes are always welcome. Folks, we hope you've enjoyed listening to the show as much as we enjoyed trying to bring it to you this week. Despite my near heart attack status. And uh, we'll, we'll see if I live to survive another podcasting week. But we really do hope you've enjoyed the show. And folks, if you do nothing else between now and next week, don't forget to hug a geek. You're listening to the G-Men. <laughs> you made a few boo-boos, right? You coming out for one of your biggest events. That's true. And all I saw was him looking down, reading the auto cue. For heaven's sake, Mr. Cook, get your mm together. And you don't know what you're talking about. For your biggest product. I was not impressed at all. <laughs> even even the excitement. Japanese guy who can't speak English did a better job than Tim Cook. <laughs> You're listening to the G-Men. <laughs>